You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath. This is a live drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. What we do is take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time with the Lord, ask God to speak to us through the chapter personally, and then we come down to the studios here at the Maryland campus of East Coast Christian Center, read it live on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter, and hopefully then we'll find something in there for you too. My co-host today is Pastor David Gammon. How you doing, Pastor David? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm excited to be here. We got a we got a fun chapter today. We see we take a look at David and Saul. Yeah. We take a look at David and Jonathan. Yeah. And really cool, really excited about it. How you doing, Pastor yeah. Dad? Yeah, this is I'm doing great. This is the maybe one of the portions of the Bible that I listen I listen in the morning uh like when I'm having my breakfast. I'll just put on my iPad on the Bible app and yep. listen to the chapters. Well, this is that portion where it reads. I mean, it's just great reading. Mm-hmm. I I went ahead four chapters because I just yeah. could, I just what happens next? What happens <laughs> next? What happens next? And I know I've read it before. Come on, but it's just it's just a it's a great story and it's full of intrigue and danger and you know uh, betrayal and you know. There's love in it. Yeah. There's, you know, friendship and companionship and it's uh it's a cool it's a cool portion of the Bible and twenty's pretty powerful. It really is. It really is. Well I'll tell you what, if you guys want to find out you know what chapter we're going into? Like we're gonna be in First Samuel twenty today. But if you're ever wondering, man, I want to I want to follow pace with the program, whether it's through podcasts or the radio. What we want to encourage you to do is get the East Coast app. That is the best way. You get morning breath. You can get the weekend services. You can find events the church is doing, groups that we have going on that meet. Just a great resource for your walk with Jesus. Everything that East Coast has. We also can go to our website at eccc.us forward slash morning breath and you'll be able to find the 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 schedule there. If that doesn't work, then just call the church or email the church at 321-452-1060 and we'll be able to hook you up. We'll take care of you. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Love to have you. We uh want to welcome everybody back to church. If you haven't started going to church yet, man, get busy. We need you. They need you. If you, you go to a different church in the East Coast, heaven forbid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, get back, man. They need you. Don't let the enemy rip you off from uh from the from the fellowship and from your presence is needed there and the fellowship you need to so get back to church what else we got going on i'll tell you what you know one thing i find that always needs to be refined sharpened almost like a muscle that always needs to be worked out is is your leadership ability whether it's as a dad as a husband as an entrepreneur as a you know uh, a person leading inside of your church whatever that might look like and we got something really cool coming to east yeah. coast august 5th and 6th it's the global leadership summit and some of the most impacting leaders on the planet get together and they they give lessons out and teachings and it's a really really cool deal it's a really big deal too and yeah. it'll be here at our parkway location our Merritt island location on august 5th and 6th we want you guys to sign up for that yep. um you're going to hear some new and cool stuff and you're going to just hear some stuff that just works and yep. you might have heard it before but it works so we're saying it again yeah and, and this um, is for leaders in any walk of life really yep. really good it was uh, it was great last year, and mm-hmm. I just want to encourage you. Very powerful. Craig Goshell does a lot of it. Leaders from just every walk of life, political, Come religious, on. you know, uh, business. Really, you're gonna it'll stretch you in your business mind, your uh, leading mind, and just hope you come. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and we're offsetting a lot of the costs. Usually two hundred dollars. 
I think it's still 49. Yes. If not, it's gone up to 79. Like, this is July 1st. So July 1st. I think it might have just gone up. So I act think fast. It might be, yeah. <laughs> act now. Yeah. <laughs> Call yesterday. Right? Yeah, but, but anyway, it's a good investment. So we uh we got 42 verses. At least yeah. that's what the NIV says for 1 yeah. Samuel. Let's see if you guys got ripped off at all. No, I got 42 as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. So half of 42 is 21, right? All right. So, I mean, that's easy math for me. It is. It hey, is. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Good, man. <laughs> I, I could tell you guys exactly the price. It is $50 for Global Leadership until July 13th. Oh, then it'll thank go, you. It'll go up to $80, and you use the referral code 21HSFAMILY. We do that now? Mm-hmm. Do that again? 21HSFAMILY. HS, not HF. H-S, H-S, as in Sam. family. Yeah. Holy Spirit family. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know what H-S is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Neither do yeah. I. Yeah. I'm nodding my head and saying yes, but yeah. I don't even have no clue. H-S family. <laughs> but you can find all the information on our website, cool. on our events page. So. Cool. All right. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Here Let's we go. Help me get started. What are you reading? New NIV? NIV. And it's by accident. I never read NIV. I don't know how my Bible got to this, but all right. <laughs> New King James. One of the ways mine gets there is it's one of the ones that has a recording so you can listen to it. That's uh, So I always end up on NIV or New Living. And I think I just made a, a, a TikTok showing how to listen to the Bible. So I think that's probably how oh, I landed here. Yeah. But, all right, cool. Well, I'll tell you what, Pastor Dan, without further ado, uh, I say to you, read, sir. Then David fled from Naoth in Ramah. And went and said to Jonathan, What have I done? What is my iniquity? And what is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? So Jonathan said to him, By no means, you shall not die. Indeed, my father will do nothing, either great or small, without first telling me. And why should my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. Then David took an oath again and said, Your father certainly knows that I have found favor in your eyes. And he has said, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. So Jonathan said to David, Whatever you yourself desire, I will do for you. And David said to Jonathan, Indeed, tomorrow is the new moon, and I should not fail to sit with the king to eat. But let me go that I may hide in the field until the third day at evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asked permission of me that he might run over to Bethlehem, his city, for there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he says thus, it is well, your servant will be safe. But if he's very angry, be sure that evil is determined by him. Therefore you shall deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of the Lord with you. Nevertheless, if there is iniquity in me, kill me yourself, for why should you bring me to your father? But Jonathan said, Far be it from you, for if I knew certainly that evil was determined by my father to come upon you, then, I w- then would I not tell you? Then David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me, or what if your father answers you roughly? And Jonathan said to David, Come, let us go out into the field. So both of them went out into the field. Then Jonathan said to David, The Lord God of Israel is witness. When I have sounded out my father sometime tomorrow, the third day, indeed, there is good, and indeed there is good toward David, and I do not send to you and tell you, may the Lord do so and much more to Jonathan. But if it pleases my father to do you evil, then I will report it to you and send you away, that you may go away safely, and the Lord be with you as he's been with my father. 
and you should not only show me the kindness of the Lord while I, while I still live, that I might not die, but you shall not cut off your kindness from my house forever. No, not when the Lord has cut off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Let the Lord require it at the hand of David's enemies. Now Jonathan again caused David to vow because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is a new moon, and you will be missed, because your seat will be empty. And when you have stayed three days, go down quickly and come to the place where you hid on the day of the deed and remain by the stone as El. Then I will shoot three arrows to the side as though I shot at a target. And there I will send a lad saying, go find the arrows. If I expressly say to the lad, look, the arrows are on this, this side of you, get them and come. Then as the Lord lives, there is safety for you and no harm. But if I say to the boy, look, the arrows are beyond you, then you must go because the Lord has sent you away. And about the matter you and I discussed, remember, the Lord is a witness between you and me forever. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon feast came, the king sat to eat. <clears throat> he sat in his customary place by the wall opposite Jonathan, and Abner sat next to Saul. But David's place was empty. Saul said nothing that day, for he thought something must have happened to David to make him ceremonially unclean. Sure, he is unclean. But the next day, the second day of the month, David's place was empty again. Then Saul said to his son Jonathan, Why hasn't the son of Jesse come to the meal either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered, David earnestly asked me for permission to go to Bethlehem. He said, Let me go because our family is observing a sacrifice in the town, and my brother has ordered me to be there. If I have found favor in your eyes, let me get away to see my brothers. That is why he has not come to the king's table. Saul's anger flared up at Jonathan as he said to him, You son of a perverse and rebellious woman, don't I know that you have, have sided with the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of the mother who bore you? As long as the son of Jesse lives on this earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Now send someone to bring him to me, for he must die. Why should he be put to death? What has he done? Jonathan asked his father. But Saul hurled his spirit at him to kill him. Then Jonathan knew that his father intended to kill David. Jonathan got up from the table in fierce anger. At that, on that second day of the feast, he did not eat because he was grieved at his father's shameful treatment of David. In the morning, Jonathan went out in the field for his meeting with David. He had a small boy with him, and he said to the boy, Run and find the arrow I shoot. As the boy ran, he shot the arrow beyond him. Then the boy came to the place where Jonathan's arrow had fallen. Jonathan called out to him, Isn't the arrow beyond you? Then he shouted, Hurry, go quickly, don't stop. The boy picked up the arrow and returned to his master. The boy knew nothing about all of this. Only knew Jonathan, only Jonathan and David knew. Then Jonathan gave his weapon to the boy and said, Go carry them back to town. After the boy had gone, David got up from the south side of the stone and bowed down before Jonathan three times with his face to the ground. Then they kissed each other and wept together, but David wept the most. Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for we have sworn friendship with each other in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord is witness between you and me and between your descendants and my descendants forever. Then David left, and Jonathan went back to the town. Amen. Amen. Ding, ding. Didn't I hear a lot? Oh, that was me. That's, That's your what, phone? That's watch. my watch telling your me watch. to breathe. <laughs> well, isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. What will we do without our Apple Watch know, encouraging right? us to breathe? We'd probably just all be dead. Right. Yeah. Thank God for Apple Watches. Being a little facetious there. <laughs> so um, this has uh, got a lot of, 
you know, covenant, agreement, friendship, uh, deep-seated love between two men for each other. You know, some people have tried to pervert this into being, you yeah. know, homosexual love and all that, and it's not. Um, you know, if you've never had a great friend that you that you love, maybe you could say that. You know, maybe maybe you could come up with some fan- fantasy. But mm-hmm. the truth is, uh, I've had friends that that I love incredibly, and they're men. Uh, but it's not a physical love. It's it's a it's an emotional attachment to them. They've been, mm-hmm. you know, friends through amazing thing. We I just had over at my house the other day, Doug Wurtzbauer, who led me in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, forty some years ago. Mm-hmm. Gosh, forty forty three six blue forty eight forty one forty two years ago. Led me in the baptism wow. of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he and his family were at my house. To his two daughters and. Uh, uh, his grandkids, they all they were at Disney World, and they all came over, and we had a blast, and it was fun to rekindle, you know, relationship with someone yes. who was really involved in, in my life early on, and uh, had a strong, you know, impact. I was a brand new Christian. He had gone to uh, a, a Bible school. Mm-hmm. He was an athlete, so he'd gone to like played baseball and football for a, for a uh, what was it, a Nazarene school, and. Uh, so I'd come in with questions, and he, then he'd, he, if he didn't have the answer, he'd go home that night and try to figure it out, look mm-hmm. in the Bible, and get it. And it's why I think it's important for young Christians to have older Christians around them and older Christians to have younger Christians around them. Because, you know, just answering a young Christian's questions can really have an impact on your life. Oh, absolutely. And so, um, and I wasn't asking him from a Nazarene point of view or a Baptist or anything because I'd— I just got saved and started reading, just devouring the Word. I was reading 14 chapters a day, and I was just like, "Woo, I love this. And I was reading it, so then I'd come back and ask him a question. He was like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, let me check on that. And then he'd come back the next day, and he'd have studied it and figured it out. And it was just a good time. And so, yeah, I know what it's like to have great friends, and I have those around the church right now, too. Come on. Well, I know uh, uh, something I really like from the chapter that was like, and this is a little eccentric, but I, I, I kind of like that. And it's uh, evil hides in the traditions of holiness, you know, because evil can't be righteous, all right, but it can imitate holiness. And there is a difference, you know. Holiness is our 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 setting apart, our action that we take part in as a response to the righteousness that Jesus Christ has given us. And Saul, in these moments, wants to use the holiness of needing to be at that festival, otherwise unclean, mm-hmm. to have a justified reason to do what he wanted to do out of a lust-filled anger towards David, yeah. all right? Yeah. And I always want to watch myself for that because there's been times and there's been times where, I mean, like, not like years ago, I mean like last week, where I could have a situation where someone does something, I'm like, oh, but look what they did, okay, Let's find a real thing to punish them for, but I'm not really mad at that. I'm mad because they did this other thing. Mm. But now I finally have a reason, and you drop the hammer on them for something. But the truth is, you um, you're just hiding in in this tradition of holiness, and maybe whittle it down to a really more pr- uh, practical thing. Is maybe you're at a small group, maybe you're talking to somebody like you know you need to be praying for Sally. You know I don't think her relationship with so and so is super healthy, oh. and it's like. You don't really care about Sally or the relationship. You just wanted to throw her under the bus. Yeah, right? you're just you're just bringing and like that's kind of a way in our modern 
time too. Or if someone did you wrong, you're like, well, you know what? Let's kick him off the worship team or let's ask him not to come to our group no more. Mm. But you're just mad because oh, for whatever reason, you know, yeah. I don't, you know, I can't unpack that for you. What a yeah. natural reason. I know yeah. that with Saul, he, uh, you know, like most things that start in our life, Saul at this point is, is pretty much out of his mind mm-hmm. and dealing with, you know, demon possession and, you know, an evil spirit coming upon him and all those types of things. But it started with simple envy. Mm-hmm. It started with simple jealousy. It started with, you know, insecurity. You know, all those things that we've maybe all felt in our lives, but what do we do with those feelings? What, what's, the, what's the right thing to do? And I, I'm not telling you I've always did everything right, but I do remember a time when I, I was so... I was supposed to become the, uh, you know, the associate pastor of the church I was going to in Denver. That's what we talked about. Somebody else showed up that was more qualified and a better fit. And I, I could see that, much less the, the pastor of the church. He could see it too. Here I am pretty new to all this, and I could tell this guy was a better fit. And I, I could have just gotten envious or you know, angry, and, and by the grace of God, I, I just prayed and said, Lord, I— I want what you want. I don't want something I'm not supposed to have, and I don't, I don't want to take something that's supposed to be another man's. Mm-hmm. So just you arrange it. You do what needs to be done. And within two weeks, he took a job, I think, in Arizona and left the area and uh, went there to become a pastor of a church. And it was like, oh, okay. Wow. You know, that's, that's dealt with. But, you know, if I would have let envy begin to spring up in my heart, you know, why are they a paid worship leader? Why aren't I? Why are they, you know, getting to do this? And why, why, mm-hmm. why, why not me? That's just not a good thing to, to let grow in your heart because here we start seeing the nth degree. And if I read this right, Saul tries to kill Jonathan. Yeah, throws a spear at him. You know, that's like me, I'm mad at you, and I just I throw one at Nick because yeah. Nick's defending you, you know. Um, it's uh, it's it's really a bad bad situation. Now I understand he's a king and he's weathered in battle and he's done some cool stuff in the beginning of his resume, but just based off his arm strength, if we were to take him as an NFL quarterback, all right, I can see why he didn't fight Goliath if it was going to come to a spear throwing competition. That's absolutely true. He is like zero of five in the Old Testament mm-hmm. of landing a spear. Yeah, but mm. what, especially when they weren't <laughs> expecting it, <laughs> right? Like at the know, dinner table, like. Nick's over there playing on the guitar in the corner, and I walk in and go, yeah. like, I should be able to stick him. I have I have a rule now. I do not eat with people that bring spears to a dinner table. Oh, um, see how you are. <laughs> I, I won't bring mine next time. I love that Saul's, uh, Saul's downward spiral, like Pastor Aaron was saying, came out of jealousy. And for me, I'm always, I, I like to be a student of my heart. You know, Everything in, like revolves around what your heart can produce out of it or what you allow God to, to produce out of that heart. And it says that there is the, the young maidens saying Saul killed thousands, David killed ten thousands in a previous chapter. Yeah, yeah. And watch whose voice can catalyst that that hurt out of you. For him, it was young ladies, which isn't uncommon for men to be like, wow, you know, the girls like him and not me. 
that draws hurt, Ooh. or maybe it's your boss Ooh. saying good job to another employee. Come on. All right. Or your mom. Your, uh, yep. Oh, I got a favorite sister. I got air yep. quotes around there. And and be careful and be be careful because you might be driving down the road right now listening to this, you know, while you work out and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I don't, I, I'm that's not me. That's not me. Then, well, maybe now the Holy Spirit's breathing on you. Yeah, I remember that when that one person said something yeah. to someone positive and you got a little angry about that. But the... The selflessness here is like a picture of Jesus inside of this David and Jonathan of nobody is looking out for themselves, really, you know, like, because you got to think David is like leaving. David is taking himself out of the picture. He is the biggest threat to Jonathan's future. All right. Jonathan is taking care of the biggest threat to his future. You son of a perverse and rebellious <laughs> right? woman. Don't you know you're going to lose the kingdom? What? A, what? A, yeah. What of like saying, why are you siding with him? Yeah. He's going to ruin yeah. everything for you. But you know what? Um, I think about Jeremiah because Jeremiah preached for 40 years and he had uh, statistically besides Noah, the worst career you could have yeah. and was 100 percent right. You know, it's about yeah. doing the will of God, yeah. not about, I don't know, being, you know, accepted by what everybody else has to say. Yeah. And, you know, that that Jonathan would sacrifice everything to do this um, and almost be killed by his father. The reason I, I think is found in verse 15. How does verse 15 read from the NIV? Can you look that up for me? Uh, yes, right here. And do not ever cut off your kindness from my family, not even when the Lord has cut off every one of David's enemies from the face of the earth. Uh, very similar. So it's a. this is a covenant. Um, these are covenant words. That word kindness is a, is a word hasid. Um, sometimes it says loving kindness and not just kindness. And it's covenant love. Um, but you shall not cut off your covenant love from my wow. house forever. Not when the Lord has cut off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. And then it goes on to say, so Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David. These are covenant words, and this is, a, this is cutting a covenant, an agreement. And we do know that David follows through on this later in life. Yes, he does. And I don't want to preview this too much, but this Mephibosheth guy, um, David goes and rescues some of Jonathan's uh, relatives uh, that were really, you know, un they were going to be killed. Mm -hmm. And so, and had them sit at the table with, with him. J David followed through on this. And there's a lot of things in here that are hard for me in the sense of all the vows. And, yeah. you know, instead of letting your yes be yes, we live in a different realm. I swear to God, mm -hmm. you know, you don't need to say that. Uh, that, that should not empower make your words any stronger the bible jesus said let your yes be yes and your no no and you know just it's just a little different and feels a little you know uncomfortable for me in that but we're gonna take a break we'll be back in a minute Maybe we'll have all the answers when we get back you are listening to the morning breath podcast from east coast christian center we will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. 
You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060 extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Final thoughts, Pastor David. So this part here, this it is kind of uncomfortable where it says they kissed each other and wept together. Yeah. Just our culture, just yep. we 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 feel a little differently than. I mean, if they here. were Greek, you It'd see be, Greek people kiss each other on the cheek right. all the time. Russians, they mm-hmm. they embrace with a kiss. If you're in Korea, they bow. Yep. You know, Japanese probably bow as well. You could go to a lot of different cultures and a lot of different greetings. The New Testament says greet one another with a holy, holy kiss. kiss. Yep. So let's not let's not take something throw something 
clean, pure, and holy and throw it out. And also, don't, when you're coming to what you believe to be an end, and not even, don't even wait till then, um, let people know how you feel about them. Oh, that's good. Especially if it's uh, affection and love, whether it's, you know, you know, a brother or a sister that you have. Don't, don't just think that they know. Take time. Take wow. time today and call somebody, text somebody in the, in the language that you guys have, but make it clear how much they mean to you. All right, because these two realized this would probably be the last time and is the last time that they would see each other live. And don't wait till that moment to let people know. Um, a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago, we had Father's Day. You know, don't wait till one day a year to let your father know how important he is or your Come mother. On. So that's just something that really s stood out to me about the chapter here. A lot here, guys, man. Go back and read First Samuel. Go back and read all of First Samuel. <laughs> and and yeah. uh, it's some good stuff. It's powerful. And that, uh, the line, may the Lord be between you and me and between your descendants and my descendants forever. And again, it's just that covenant language that David's saying, look, no matter what, we're going to be for you. No matter what, Jonathan said, well, I'm going to be for you. Mm -hmm. And those are great friends to have. God bless you. Have a great day in Christ. God bless, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.